Hi guys, Colleen Hunt from, sorry, hi there, Colleen Hunt from Gluten Free Gold, based in Delega, Panama, and it's a beautiful Saturday morning. No, Saturday afternoon. My day went by so fast. Um, today was the day for me to start getting my uh, videos recorded for my package next week. So I made uh, a bunch of recipes I haven't made in a while. We did um, bacon, onion, cheddar, cheese buns, and cinnamon rolls, um, uh, pizza shells, apple pie cinnamon rolls. I talked about how to make the uh, cranberry pecan rolls. And then I made some um, pie crust dough because it has to sit for like 24 hours. And that was all for next week on Monday. This Monday at 4 o'clock, we're launching our, the beginning of our sales page. And um, I, I hope you will check it out. It's not going to cost you anything for the first page anyways. And... Um, the first thing we have to offer you is seven days of gluten-free menus. Now, who can't use that? Um, very easy, very quick stuff that keeps in the fridge for a week. Um, we're talking uh, salad dressings, uh, salads, soups, main course meals. And then to top it off, I've added a couple different ways that you could use the entrees and make them go a little bit further. My belief is always that you try to, maybe it takes a couple more minutes to make a double or triple batch of something, but if you could use it as a base recipe and then just portion it out and put it in the freezer so that during the week you just have to add a couple things and supper's done. It's really hard for people to keep up with everything that's going around them at this time of year. And back home it's the, the kids are in indoor sports and there's school and there's holidays and there's summer coming and planning camping trips and like the, there's tons of stuff there tons of stuff and I'm just trying to help you guys with some recipes that have always always worked out for me I'm sorry I'm watching my my uh my overhead mic go crazy with the wind apparently there was an earthquake last night or two and I slept through it so Anyways, so uh, Monday's our offer. I've been busy with that, and it, it, it's like visiting an old friend. When I go through the recipes, there's stuff that I've been prepping the fillings and what have you, and, and I go back to the recipes or I go back to the book, and I go, no, you have to change that. You have to change that. And it was all stuff that when I made it, all the time, I knew how to adjust the recipe from how it was written 
But since I haven't made some of the recipes for three, four years, it was a learning curve for me. And the thing is, is that, you know, I make, I've made pretty well everything down here. But there's a lot of people down here that don't eat bacon. So the bacon, onion, cheddar, cheese rolls aren't as popular as they were in the farmer's markets up, up north. The guys up north would love to be able to go to a farmer's market with their wife on a Saturday and walk around with a big hunk of bread that's stuffed with bacon and onions and some spices and cheddar cheese. Like they were in seventh heaven. Because there are a lot of guys that like savory as opposed to sweet. So, so I did the taping of the, the videotapings for the recipes. And I still have to do a bunch more. But since I had to do it in my uh, total body camel mode, it... Uh, it gets uncomfortable after a couple hours, but, but then that's done. I was able to talk to my two youngest grandbabies in the last 24 hours. My uh, youngest granddaughter that lives in Edmonton, uh, my daughter called up and we were chatting away and, and I'm amazed at how much she's talking and how much of an independent grown-up, mini grown-up she seems to be like. And then my youngest grandson, I got to see him and say hi to him this morning. And it's nice that that my daughter-in-law is the type that no matter what happens as far as her and the daddy goes, she will always allow me to be in Weston's life. And that's reflected in the fact that I talk to him and he knows who I am. And that's through FaceTime. Like, grandparents that don't embrace social media, you guys are missing out. Like, it's amazing how I was able to, even though I lived out here, I was able to see the the changes in my granddaughter as she grew and in my grandson and, and my daughter would always, and my daughter-in-law, they'll always show the kids, this is grandma, this is grandma. So that when I do visit, I'm a familiar face and they're not making strange. My granddaughter still goes by the room that I stay in at my daughter's house and if the door is closed, she goes, shh, grandma's sleeping. So, and, and it's nice. You know, a grandparent's relationship with a grandchild is a very pure relationship unless the parents have said anything. Like if the parents leave it so that you can develop that relationship with a grandchild, it's a very pure relationship. You don't have the crap that you have between you and your kids because of they went through teenage years or they went through stuff when they were growing up and you were busy or you were tired or all that crap between your 
your kids is not involved in the relationship with your grandkids. And you hear people so many times that say that they, they would love to have the same connection with their kids that they have with their grandkids. My grandkids are, are the ones I spend time with are nothing like what their parents are. These kids are, are so well behaved. <laughs> like nothing like what the, the kids are. And um, it, it takes me, when, when I go visit, it takes me a couple days to get to get into the groove of being a, a grandparent. Um, I don't know all the songs and I don't know all the shows and stuff like that. But every time I go and visit, it's a little bit easier. And now that my granddaughter um, is talking lots, it's going to be easier understanding what she wants before she starts flipping out. It's just a, a, a whole different type of life. Um, uh, my my son-in-law's dad takes my granddaughter every Saturday. And then they have that one-on-one -on -one time. And he is over the moon with that that he has that that little girl to spend time with because I think he used to work an awful lot when the kids were growing up. It's like when you when you get grandkids you get to make up with those grandkids anything that you did or what you perceive as doing wrong with your kids. It's really it's really great. It is. But but it was it was a long day of of baking, of doing the same recipe over and over again, and um, finding out some things that I've forgotten about certain recipes. So I'll have to go back and um, adjust that in the instructions. But but you know what for for. You think doing the video would be a, an easy thing. With the videos, I had to I research uh, for a boom mic and a mic and the boom mic stand. Um, I researched for the uh, camera slash phone stand. I researched uh, 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 for the lapel microphone. And then I had to get the proper cables, and then I had to get uh, and research and find the proper um, connecting, uh, what's it called, wire that takes it from an earplug and turns it into a microphone. And then uh, figure out how to use the software and what software to use. So it's a lot of work, guys. But but it's been fun because I talked to my sister. I, th I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, the one that lives in Ontario. And uh, she says it's like I'm talking to my soul when I talk to the, when I do these podcasts. And I guess I am. 
but it's just reflections on years, years gone by, and things that have that have happened to me. Maybe they have happened to you. But it's also to let you know that nobody's perfect. And nobody does things perfectly the first time. Maybe there might be one in a million or billion or whatever that does it perfect the first time. But life is a learning process. And even with the videos when I was doing the pizza shells, you can tell. And I said it myself. Not everyone gets this right the first time. I still remember when I discovered how to do uh, pie shells. And my um, husband at the time looked at, uh, was watching it while I was doing it. And I was trying to follow the instructions and what have you. And it took me probably half an hour to get that pie, that pie dough in, uh, perfectly in the pie shell. And he said to me, he said, I hope you're charging an awful lot of money for that. He said, considering how long it took you to do. And I said, I'm going to get better. You just watch. I'm going to get better at it. He said, well, I certainly hope so. He said, Cause you're going to have to charge a huge price, he said, for pie shells if it takes you half an hour for pie shell. He's right. I did have to get better. But... um. Doing it in front of an audience doesn't make it that easy either. But you take it in stride. You don't get upset about it. And you try again. If you want something bad enough, and I'll tell you, when I had the first successful batch of cinnamon rolls, come out of the oven. There was three adults in the house at the time and none of us really liked sweets and we ate that entire batch because it was so good. Like it was so good. Yeah, yeah, we put a lot of butter on it too but those cinnamon rolls were every bit as good if not equal to regular flour rolls. Regular Flour, cinnamon rolls. They're that good. And they continue to be that good. So, well, I did my videos. I did my work. I got my supplies. I did my pie crust. I had to shower immediately as soon as I got out of that room because making pizza shells equals flour all over the room which means flower all over me, which means me sick for a couple weeks. So, so I will check out with that. Life's pretty good. It's a gorgeous day here. Our stray dog is still around here. Waiting for that little piece of bacon or a piece of rib or a piece of something to fall on the floor. So Colleen Hunt, gluten-free gold, based in the Lake of Panama. Bye.